0: listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long.
1: Welcome friends, one and all big and small, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny, sitting across from me is John Long. What's up? And we are here to talk about odd news, but sometimes we like to start off with a little bit of, uh, you know, banter. How sure. was your week? You just got back from a camp out. I mean,
0: fresh. <laughs> I mean, I took a shower because I smelled <laughs> like I've been camping. Like the woods, yeah. Yeah. Smelled like the woods. And so, uh, yeah, went took the, the scout troop out. Mm-hmm. But I had about, I think it was 15 kids, boys and girls, young men and young women, and five adults and we had a good time good had a new adult with us who took it upon himself that he was going to start a fire
1: the just, old-fashioned way. just
0: using friction <laughs> okay and uh he tried and tried and tried and, and failed. tried and tried and he never once got a fire started <laughs> he finally gave up and it, i i took a secret pleasure in watching him get broken trying it mm-hmm. and uh He's like asking me for advice. I'm assuming Eagle Scout, you have done that. I have, but not the method he was using. He was rubbing, like he took a log and and it was like it was his first camping trip. I was going to say, did he have a kit or did he just? he, He produced over the course of a day and a half. He had a folding saw. He had a hatchet. He, it was like he went to the outdoor section at Walmart. <laughs> he, right b- the night before? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was just like a kid on his first camping trip. And so he hewed out a log and got another stick and was just friction rubbing, you mm-hmm. know, trying to make it work. I've never done it that way. Never tried to do it that way. I've only done it with a bow and a drill. I was about to yeah. say
1: I've uh, I was not on the fire group that did it. Yeah. But I've watched two other scouts yeah. use
0: the fire and or the bow and drill right. method. That's and that's all. It life.
1: took it took them, I want to say 2 hours. Yeah, it
0: doesn't, it's not quick.
1: And it was like constant, like yeah. back and forth.
0: Right. You yeah.
1: know, one of them would would do that for a while and then the yeah. other one would take over and it took forever. I
0: was like, "Man, I don't I don't know, you know, if you're going to get it today. <laughs> and he just kept trying. He was he was pumped on it. So, And then we just started a fire with a match. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's because
1: we live in 2022.
0: Yeah. Look, man, it's getting dark. The temperature's dropping. We're just going to make a fire. I know you're all excited about doing this. So if you start a fire, you can add it to ours that we're going <laughs> to <we're gonna> do. Because <laughs> we're going to need firewood. Sure, right. You know, there's not a lot of firewood at Lake Larlene. I think it's probably because it's so used. So Mm -hmm. it's slim pickings on firewood. Right. And uh, the kids found like some lumber just out in the woods. And Mm -hmm. so they're like, we're going to burn this like treated lumber and stuff. (laughs) I was like, maybe not the treated lumber guys. I was like, that's probably not good to burn for Mm -hmm. the environment. So we didn't do that. Anyways, it was fun and uh, had a good time. Met two different couples who were out there just vacationing. Who worked with scout troops, one in Mobile and one in Birmingham, and they gave us some like pointers. The lady from Mobile was telling us all about how to get to camp on this island and everything. Gave us all the info for the people to contact. Hmm. So okay, maybe headed down there for a trip in the near future. So it's good. My
1: troop never got to go, but uh, supposedly. And you may have done this, I don't know, but every now and again, if you know the right people and you do the right thing, uh-huh. you can a scout, they'll let a scout troop stay on the USS Alabama.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, you can do that.
1: Yeah, we never, our troop, I was never on that trip, but right. that sounded like so much fun where they just put you on a battleship and just let you roam right. free.
0: Here's the kicker you can't, they don't take co ed groups on there. Mm-hmm. So we can't do it. Well, I mean, we could split because technically we are two separate troops. We're, they, it's a weird thing that the okay. Boy Scouts is doing that nobody can understand why they're doing it. Where we have Troop 316B, which is the boys, and Troop 316G, which is the girls. But you all do everything as one yeah, group? Yeah, we can do okay. everything as one. But the I don't even think if you have a youth group and could spend the night on the USS Alabama that they will let a co-ed group stay. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's like a Navy thing. The way the Lord
1: intended. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, anyways, uh, in a, in a couple of years, I think the Boy Scouts will go full co-ed, just like Venturing is, which is another scout program, and like it is around the entire world. They just had to do that to appease all the people that were going nuts mm-hmm. uh, for a while, and then they'll... Re- either die off or realize hey this is the big deal so and this is what we mean when we talk about the slippery slope yes. of society <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly now we got <laughs> we got females in boy scout <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that doesn't make any sense why do we want women learning about outdoor skills and leadership and civics and citizenship you
1: know they just go sell cookies in Girl Scouts. Sure, they
0: just go sell cookies in Girl Scouts. Anyways, so it was a good weekend. I had a lot of fun. Um, I do, and please don't let me forget it. Have a patron story. Okay, that is All just right. very bizarre. I need to tell. It has nothing to do with camping out this weekend, mm-hmm. but it's just something that's happened involving Libby. Oh, okay. Yeah. But due to some sensitive information, not about Libby. The I don't want to talk about it in the regular show because somebody may listen that knows some involved parties.
1: Well, speaking of Libby, huge shout out to Libby. Oh, yeah? And I'm not talking about Libby Long. Okay. I'm talking about Libby the lady who went to swim at Para, Maccabee Center, where oh, my yeah? brother is the lifeguard. Okay. And they got to talking about podcast, and uh-huh. he mentioned that his big brother does Earth Oddity oh, podcast, wow. and she's like, oh, wow, I listened to that podcast. Huh. I love it. For real? You heard, that's what he said. Now, look, maybe he look, was just trying nah, to uh, uh, pump I'm me up. Lady? <laughs> or maybe... Maybe Libby was, I don't know, trying to be sweet on Brad. Sure, right. That's possible, too.
0: (laughs) If Libby listens to this podcast for real. Yeah. She met the number one, like the first fan <laughs> yeah, we ever right. had. <laughs> uh, he's a celebrity. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. I love Brad. He's huge in Japan. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The Asians love him. He's going to be a king over there one day. Yeah.
1: So shout out to Libby
0: of Para Maccabee Center. <laughs> You're like quizzing Brad on it. He's like, she lives in another town. You wouldn't know her. <laughs>
1: she goes to another school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. No,
1: he just said, "Hey, I met one of your fans." Wow. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he said that somehow they got it talking about podcast, and she said she listens. Okay, so, all right. So shout out.
0: Yeah. So we need to talk about we need to talk about news. Yeah, we do. First of all, are y'all going to revival tonight? I don't I don't think I can get okay. out of it. I don't know. I don't know what our plans are yet, because I was gone. Like, yes. I don't I don't know what we're doing. So I don't know how to what kind of time crunch we may or may mm-hmm. not be on. It starts at five
1: thirty. Right. So we got yeah. some time, but we do need to hit the news. Sure. What we got? What you got this week?
0: All right. I got a wheel of fortune story. We're gonna talk about one of our favorite topics, PETA. Okay. I know you're a big supporter. I <laughs> love it. And nice. um And then we're going to talk about rapture anxiety (laughs)
1: leading into revival. (laughs) I've known some sufferers. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Okay. Well, I've got a story about Barney, the big purple dinosaur. I have a story about rap lyrics in court, but I wanted to start off with this one. And this one is uh, not... Maybe not quite an odd story, but it definitely is the harbinger of a whole new world of electronic entertainment. Right. And it is simply this. Actor Bruce Willis has now become the first celebrity to sell the rights of his likeness to a deep fake firm. Okay. The actor calls the technology a great opportunity to go back in time. Just like 12 Monkeys. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Action movie legend Bruce Willis has become the first Hollywood actor to sell his rights to the possibility of a, air quotes here, digital twin to the U.S. firm Deep Cake, according to The Telegraph. With the use of deep fake technology, Willis has offered his likeness to be used on screen for future projects following his first experience with the digital media manipulation in a commercial for a Russian phone service, Megafon, last year. Uh So, deep fake technology allows the use of a person's likeness to be superimposed over another uh, individual. We've seen this a little bit. Yeah, right. Uh, We saw, what was it, uh, in Rogue One, the uh, Grand Moff Tarkin
0: I don't know which I, I don't know. I mean, I've seen that movie, but I <laughs> the can't, act. The, well, he was I like keep all the weird people separate. <laughs> he was like
1: the commander of the uh, of the Death Star. Okay, but that actor had passed away, oh, and Disney okay. not, that, uh, not to be thwarted by <laughs> nature.
0: <laughs> they brought him back digitally. <laughs> We're not going to rewrite this part for a new person. No, yeah, I got you. Through the use of machine learning
1: and AI, it's possible to create a visual and audio twin of someone in videos. Though the ability to recreate someone so nearly flawlessly does raise a few ethical questions. The technology has been utilized within the Star Wars universe with Rogue One, which is what I just mentioned. That's right. And The Mandalorian in Season 2. Now... I
0: haven't seen The (laughs) Mandalorian.
1: Well... They they have Luke Skywalker in it. Oh yeah. And they they I mean I, you know Mark, Mark Hamill, he's still kicking around, right. but he's old now. But in the Mandalorian they used the computer to like de-age him and make him young again.
0: Huh. And okay. it, it looks pretty good. I'm going to tell you what, Mark Hamill hit it big. He did. You know, good for him, <laughs> Yeah. by the way. I don't hate him for it, but I don't think he's ever acted in anything else ever, has he? He is a very well-known voice actor. Oh,
1: okay. Now, he has, like you said, he hasn't been in a, he hasn't had a ton of acting parts in movies. Yeah. But he's actually, you'd be surprised at the the, the voice the voices voiceovers. he's done for stuff. Yeah, huh. he was... uh I think probably most famously the Joker in Batman the Animated Series.
0: Okay. so Well, good for him. Yeah. Way to go, Mark. In
1: 2021, Willis gave his permission to Deep Cake in order to appear in a commercial allowing his face to be digitally transplanted onto another performer. And now the actor has officially sold the rights to his likeness to be essentially hired by Deep Cake for future product productions. So if you want Bruce Willis in your movie, yeah, and Bruce Willis is like, nah, I'm not doing it, I guess you can go to Deep Cake sure, and be like, hey, we, we need Bruce Willis right. in our movie, and he's playing hardball. How much are y'all going to charge us to put a digital
0: Bruce maybe, Willis in the movie? Maybe Deep Cake is like betting on Bruce Willis dying, and they're going to make a Pulp Fiction 2 one day and they're like no 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 we own the rights to his likeness you know right. you got to pay us and
1: his estate is just yeah they don't get nothing because they already right. bought the rights to his image and like likeness. the
0: yeah the dead Star Wars guy you're talking about did they pay his family anything to I, I doubt it to use his image and everything in the yeah. movie I think that may be what it is
1: well you know this is a. Uh, this is maybe a, only just barely tangentially related, but uh, Ghostbusters three never happened. We ended up getting like an all female Ghostbusters in twenty sixteen. I remember people being the mad about hated that because yeah. it was a bunch of girls. Sure. And then there was another Ghostbusters here a few years ago. I think it did okay. I, I hadn't seen it yet. But I think the reason people hated that all-female Ghostbusters is because it wasn't the one we wanted with the original actors, which had right. been teased. I mean, the script had been written, and uh, who's the funny guy? Uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray was the problem. He was on, but then yeah. he was out of it, and then he was back on it again, and then he was off of it. Sure. And it just never happened. And then Harold Ramis, the actor who plays Egon, tragically yeah. passed away. Right. And I always thought, well, they could still do it. They just need to make Egon a ghost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Uh Bill Murray, I think, is a difficult dude from what I've heard.
1: Yeah, from what I've heard, I don't know if that's there was the case, a, but I've heard that before.
0: There was a while where he was like America's favorite celebrity because he would, you know, show up at your bar mitzvah and, <laughs> you know, hang out and drink and all that. Yeah. And, but I don't know if that was like a PR move on his part or he was just goofing off. I don't know. Hmm. I never thought I'd get along with him that much to be <laughs> honest. Well, they, well, I, I don't know who says it.
1: I guess it's just them, them and yeah. the saying, they're them always say saying, yeah, yeah. They're always saying that you never want to meet your heroes in real life sure. because they're never going to measure up right. to the myth that you've built up in your own head about
0: it. That's why I've never had heroes. <laughs> yes. It's like save myself the disappointment. <laughs> um, I didn't watch any of the football game yesterday. I heard Todd sent me a message and said uh, that Bryce Young hurt his shoulder. He has a sprain. Okay. And
1: right now, from what I heard from uh, you know, the press conference afterwards, as reported by AL.com, I think they're going day to day. He's okay. probably gonna be okay. Okay. But he did he was out.
0: Yeah, and Jalen Milroe second
1: half of the game. And I I thought
0: Hey Jalen Milrose is stud. I thought he did
1: all right. Okay. Yeah. Good. He reminds me of the other Jalen. He may not be the best passer, but you you give him a hole. Yeah. He's going to make you pay for it.
0: Well, that's been my motto my whole (laughs) life. Uh, (laughs) um, Okay. Uh, Wheel of Fortune is facing backlash over a racist puzzle days after Pat Sajak was slammed for a controversial photo. Hmm. Um my wife loves Will of Fortune. Oh
1: really? <laughs> yeah.
0: I detest Will of Fortune. I
1: thought I thought she was a little young to be watching Wheel of Fortune oh, every night.
0: I promise you, Tiny, from the day we got married at 6:30, mm-hmm. we Wheel of Fortune is on our TV if we're home. <laughs> I promise you. It's so bizarre. That
1: is so crazy that somehow Wheel of Fortune skipped hummingbird feeders. <laughs> <That's> right. We <laughs> went straight household? to Wheel of Fortune. <laughs>
0: I missed out on Yard Guy, <laughs> everything, uh, hummingbird culture, and I'm straight into Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, It's the retirement home for us. So. Not,
1: not even a bird feeder. Not even a bird
0: feeder. <laughs> Deidre, Deidre Ham, Deidre Long loves Wheel of Fortune. Okay. I mean, it is bizarre. Good to know. I hate it. It's just guessing letters and then figuring out. It seems like. It doesn't take a ton of skill to be. It's
1: hangman,
0: yeah. with a big giant prize right. wheel. Also, middle. Vanna White should have been phased out <laughs> years ago. Why do we still have her on the payroll when all that could be done with the remote control now? <laughs> why don't? Why can we get Deep
1: Cake to DH de- sure. her? <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> I'm not saying we don't even need to replace her with like a hot young model, Meghan Markle or whoever. I mean that wouldn't hurt. No, I mean never. <laughs> I don't. Know to, I'm not anti pretty women, but <laughs> let's up the prizes on Wheel of Fortune by not having to pay Vanna White four million dollars a year or whatever she makes mm-hmm. to hit the own button on the <laughs> TV screen. <laughs> I was
1: about to say, well, now. Listen, used to back in the day. They had a flip. She book. had to actually I flip know.
0: that. She was needed
1: then. <laughs> <Yeah>. Much like
0: <laughs> much technology has eliminated her from the job market and we're just hanging on.
1: Yeah, like John Long, he could do that from his cell phone.
0: Sure, in exactly. Alabama. What if that's what it was <laughs> with just me kick back on the couch? I like a little box of me hitting the, you know, just hitting buttons, triple chinned up, you know, all kicked back. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> All right, so Willa of Fortune and host Pat Sajak have been catching a lot of heat the last few days. During a recent episode of ABC's Hit Game Show, a puzzle with a racist history in the United States was presented as one for contestants to solve. The category was rhyme time, and the answer was later revealed as any mini miny mo catch a tiger by the toe. Which is that racist? Well, some people replace tiger with another word but I
1: that think, wasn't the puzzle here no
0: right. no <laughs> but i think the original you know saying and that's what this article is going to say cuz i've actually heard this before was like hey we're going to catch a in word. word yeah, yeah. A, the the baddest word racial slur <laughs> yes uh we're going to catch one of them by the toe and it was alluding to like a Escape slaves and everything.
1: Well, I will say that, honest, and I'm I'm being for real. This sure. is the first time I've ever heard that. Okay, it's, for for my whole life, it has
0: been nothing but tiger. tiger right.
1: I thought it was about Auburn football.
0: Sure. So. Well, <laughs> yeah. When uh when we were growing up, growing up in the deep South in Alabama, you mm-hmm. know, uh, '80s and and uh, '90s, as a kid in elementary school, I'd never heard anything other than tiger. So cool. it had already been phased out by the, set, you know, late 70s, early, <laughs> early 80s, 80s when yeah. I started school. So, yeah. Well,
1: that begs to to question, like, the second part of that rhyme is, if he hollers, let him go.
0: I thought it was, if he hollers, make him pay.
1: <laughs> $50 every <laughs> day.
0: <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I always heard it to <laughs> I
1: heard it, if he hollers, let him go, any, many, money, mo. Okay. My mama told me to pick the very best huh. one, and it is Not
0: you. Oh, we go (laughs) Y-O-U. Yeah. Do you know one potato, two potato? Three potato, four? Yeah, right. Yeah, we would That's do that. That's all I know. To pick, to pick people, yeah. Oh, yes. One potato, two potato, three potato, four. And then you have to Five decide potatoes, if you're going to do seven potatoes, more. big potatoes or little potatoes. Yeah, yeah, I do
1: remember that. Okay. Okay, it's been a bit, but yes.
0: Oh, this is exciting listening <laughs> for our hey, listeners. Hey, y'all remember, y'all remember yeah. that? Hey, you guys remember some probably niche stuff we did in our very small town?
1: Uh, What's that like? I remember there was an episode of The Simpsons where they're giving him a field sobriety test and he's singing his ABCs. Yes. And then he goes, now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you uh, sing with me? In yes. the in the cops are like, we also would have accepted, now won't you come play with me? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So according to Vox, the original version of this rhyme is rooted in the slave trade and was not used by children, but by slave owners. And they go on to explain the tiger is not originally what it was. Hmm. Um so of course, many people took Twitter to slam Wheel of Fortune for using the puzzle with a racist past. How dare they not research and know? <laughs> Right. not long after the eny meeny miny mo catch a tiger by the toe was revealed as a solution to rhyme time, uh to the rhyme time category. Oh, yeah, let's say everybody got on Twitter and says, I wonder if Wheel of Fortune realizes the rhyme time has racist roots. Hashtag do better.
1: Well, I didn't realize so Right. Ed, thanks for educating me, Twitter.
0: Yes. And then somebody else posted uh a picture of Pat Sajak and Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> and they put pictured <laughs> pictured colon, Pat Sajak and Vanna White Supremacists. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs>
1: okay, that's clever. That's
0: clever. Now, I liked it.
1: I think it would have been a little more. What am I trying to say? It, it, Marjorie Taylor Greene should have been like Paula Deen. Sure, in that picture. Right. That would have been a little better. Yes, but yes, uh, clever. I, I
0: got a Paula Deen story to tell you from this weekend. So I told you we made pineapple upside down cake mm-hmm. in a Dutch the oven. Dutch oven. And so my buddy Jack like had put a stick of butter in there to melt and everything in the Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. We were kind of warming it up. And he's like, I think I'm gonna put about half a stick more in there because I don't want it to stick to the uh to the full. And I was like, Yeah, man, one thing Paula Dean taught me, and he was like, Is that the N word? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, No, that you can go too wrong much with more money. butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said then it, uh, Say Jack, who he received a ton of backlash after posting a photo with uh, Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and Right Side Broadcasting Network reporter Brian Glenn. Um, so, anyways, many called out Will the Fortune host for being in a in the company with Greene and Glenn, who are known for their extreme right wing views. So, clearly, Say a racist. <laughs> And we need to take this show off the air Yes. so I no longer have to watch it ever, <laughs> ever, ever again. I'm leading the campaign. They are racist. And we need to get this show off the air.
1: Because you know who watches Wheel of Fortune? Old White Women That's right. and Deidre. And Deidre. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's funny because I pointed out like all the ads during it are like – uh hearing aid places and (laughs) depends and earth on podcast (laughs) and centrum silver and all that so yeah yeah i was like look baby this is you she's like i like this show it's great to watch while we're eating you know (laughs) okay whatever
1: all right john well for my next story here Uh, California restricts the use of rap lyrics in criminal trials after Governor Newsom signs a bill. Okay. In a big win for creative expression, Governor Gavin Newsom signed the Decriminalizing Artistic Expression Act, which now restricts the use of rap lyrics being brought into court as evidence in California. In August, the California Senate and Assembly unanimously approved the bill, AB 2799, speaking to the importance of the legislation at a virtual bill signing ceremony where rap artist Killer Mike, Meek Mill, Too Short, Ty Dolla Sign, YG, (laughs) E-40, and Taiga.
0: Sure, that's Hudson's playlist.
1: I've heard of one of those. (laughs) (laughs) As well as the CEO of the Recording Academy, Harvey Mason Jr., leaders from the Black Music Action Coalition and songwriters of North America also joined the singing ceremony. In a press release, the Black Music Action Coalition called the bill a crucial step in the right direction, if not injecting racial bias into court proceedings, especially given the recent indictment of Young Thug and Gunna Whose lyrics were directly quoted and used against them in mm. an ongoing RICO
0: trial? They're coming after Young Thug and Gunna? I <laughs> know. Yeah, With their own lyrics? With their own, With their own words? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. How dare they?
1: For too long, prosecutors in California have used rap lyrics. Let me read that one more time. <laughs> For too long, prosecutors in California have used rap lyrics. Sure as a convenient way to inject racial bias and confusion into the criminal justice process. Sure. I bet Kamala Harris did, <laughs> you know, when she was putting all the people yeah, in jail. Yeah. I bet you she
0: did. <laughs> uh, look, look, honestly, I want to say I agree with this. a 100% yes. I agree with this.
1: Oh, are we for free speech or are we not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if someone writes a song. Sure. And, I mean, this. Well, I don't think it's like like we've talked about. Yeah, you know, if someone writes a song, I think I think it should. Sure. I mean, you, you can't bring that up as evidence because it's subjective. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, I think the comment you made before recording of I, I think a good test balloon case for this would be you to write a country song. About, oh, I've got
1: it. You want to hear? Oh, you want yeah. To hear let's, it? Go. let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna take this sign to Capitol Hill. I'm gonna. Make AOC shrill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the January 6th blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I think politicians are really dumb, so I'm going to steal their podium. <laughs> <laughs> and see, now, if they I was on trial right. in California... Yeah. They can't bring up, "Hey, what's this Capitol Hills blues sure. song you wrote, Tiny?" Yeah. And bring that into court. I love it. Yeah. Right. Good. You have to have photos of me stealing yeah. Nancy Pelosi's lectern. Sure. You can't just bring up my song.
0: Well, my thing is if uh uh, you know, I'm I'm huge conservative if <laughs> If we're going to be anti-government, let's be anti-government. We don't need to give them any extra ammo to put people in jail. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why everybody's not on board with this. Mm -hmm. This is a good idea. Yeah. I can't wait to record songs about crimes I'm going to commit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if O.J., when he Uh, he releases his single called If I Did It.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be so good. (laughs) Look. (laughs) Poor Ron Goldman's dad or whatever. You know, he's never let up on OJ. He's been after Mm -hmm. him. I would hate to cause that man any more pain than what he's been through. But it would be funny for OJ to release it if I did it rap. And then Ron (laughs) Goldman's like, dang, I can't take him to court over it. (laughs) You know? Uh, He probably could get the money. Sure, like yeah, he, he could get the money that sure. he made off of it. Yeah, I think he's he's still getting money off of stuff OJ does.
1: Yeah, that when he when he ghost wrote that book, mm-hmm. if I did it, I think the judge he awarded yeah. all the money from that right. to go to the, the yeah, family, the right. yeah, golden right. family. So
0: yeah, that dude never he never gave an inch of quarter to OJ, <laughs> Right. and I respect the heck out of him. <laughs> I think I would be the same way. Like I'm not, I will die before I stop messing with you Mm -hmm. because you killed my kid. And I can't kill you back because that's wrong. All I can do is make your life as hard as I can. And that's awesome. You know, I would do that.
1: Uh says, this legislation sets up important guardrails that will help courts hold prosecutors accountable and prevent them from criminalizing black and brown artistic expression. Thank you, Governor Newsom, for setting the standard. We hope Congress will pass similar legislation as this is a nationwide problem. While Prophet, Willie Prophet, I can't say his last name, co-founder and co-chair of Black Music Action Coalition added, that the signing of AB 2799, the Decriminalizing Artistic Expression Act, into California law is a huge victory for the artistic and creative community and a big step in the right direction towards our federal federal legislation. The RAP Act, which is Restoring <laughs>
0: Artistic Protection Act.
1: I love how they always call it acronyms. <laughs> no. for them.
0: There's an intern somewhere that that's their job. I mean,
1: that is better than a- AB 2799. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Preventing the use of lyrics as a sole basis to prosecute cases, the Black Music Action Coalition applauds Governor Newsom for his willingness to stand with artists and defend their First Amendment right to freedom of speech. Further advocating for legislation in the form of a federal bill, which is uh, the Restoring Artistic Protection Act, was introduced in the White House this summer by Representative Hank Johnson of Georgia and Representative Jamal Bowman of New York. And this this uh, article it just keeps on going. Sure, it, it, that's that, that's pretty much what you yeah. need to know. They they passed this act, and yes, sometimes, rap lyrics alone should not be enough right. to get a guilty verdict. In yeah. my opinion, I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. I can say I did anything, mm-hmm. you know, but if you don't have the evidence to prove I did, then what good's your conviction? So yeah, I mean, that's I guess it said- yeah, does the difference <laughs> between a confession.
1: <laughs> that's what I say. That said, cops
0: use confessions sure. all the time. Sure. The cops coerce <laughs> confessions, if you didn't know. Yeah. Have you ever watched any of those videos? Well, they did it to Brandon Dassey. They did. You know, him <laughs> yes. making a murderer. He just wanted to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> and that dude, is he still in jail? Uh, yeah, he still is. Golly. We got to get Dassey his- out of jail. <laughs> I just
1: remember I remember he said, uh, I have a quiz. And he's oh, like, uh, I have a quiz <laughs> in seventh period. And I just remember the, the investigator looking at him and saying, yeah, you're probably going to miss yeah, that. You're going to probably miss that <laughs> one, buddy.
0: That's the least of your worries right now. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know if you know this, but you just told us yeah. that you raped a woman yeah. and
0: then your uncle killed her. Right. You were and witness to it. We all took her out in a junkyard. Yeah. Golly. It was wild. I never watched Making a Murderer 2. Electric Boogaloo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I,
0: You know, look, I don't know what
1: happened. Uh, I am of the opinion that uh, he's guilty. I'm not convinced Brandon Dassey is guilty. Sure. But I am absolutely convinced. Now, I wouldn't send him. I wouldn't give him the death penalty. Yeah. I don't think there's enough evidence to give him the death penalty. Yeah. But had I been on that jury, I probably, I would have voted guilty as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you watched any of Dahmer?
1: I've watched episode one.
0: I haven't watched any of it. All I know is that Deidre sent a text. That's really all the communication I could get out. at like Arlene was a text, right? That said, uh, I just watched episode one of Dahmer. We can never let the kids watch this, and I don't want to <laughs> watch any more. And I was like, okay, cool. I was it's like, rough. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he did a lot of horrible stuff. You know, like I don't know what to tell you. Or you were alive when all this went down. I will say this, and I have a pretty,
1: uh, I should have a lower constitution than I do when yeah. it comes to stuff like that. But there were some parts that I found myself fast forwarding. Okay. Like a kid.
0: Well, I don't want I need no to part- skip this. If Deidre can't watch it, I know it was as queasy and everything as I am. Yeah. I'll never be able to watch it. I don't like any of that. All right, it'll give me anxiety. And speaking of anxiety, for some Christians, <laughs> rapture anxiety can take a lifetime to heal. 13-year-old April LaJoy, what a great name for a Christian if she's a <laughs> Christian, April Joy had a sense something wasn't right. It was quiet in her Dallas house, too quiet. Her brothers were gone. Her parents were gone. On her parents' bed, a pile of her mother's clothes signaled something terrifying. April's mind began churning, trying to remember, um, trying to make plans. When was the last time she had sinned? Um, should she refuse the mark of the beast? <laughs> At least, she thought, if, if she was put to the guillotine during the time of tribulation, it would be a quick death. From the moment they are old enough to understand, millions of people are raised in certain Christian communities who teach that the rapture is something that can happen at any time. Though there are different schools of thought as to how such an event would go, the basic idea is the same. Righteous Christians ascend into heaven while the rest are left behind to suffer. However it happens, it is something to be both feared and welcomed, to be prayed about and prepared for every moment of a believer's life. Um, It goes on to talk about her. She grew up in an evangelistic church, Mm -hmm. and uh, dramatic rapture-themed books and and movies and created as fictions were presented as real glimpses into the real world. Um, She says, When I was probably eight or nine, I remember my brothers and I spending a good 30 minutes looking out into the sky. We took turns counting down from ten. And in that time, we were convinced Jesus would come back. Well, nobody knows. <laughs> that's like, y'all didn't get to that part in Sunday school.
1: <laughs> if I'm not, Jesus clearly said it wasn't even for the son to know. Right? Yeah, mean, he don't
0: know. That's right. <laughs> uh, now she's 34. Um, a joy is uh, one of a growing network of evangelicals who have removed themselves from what they now view as a damaging belief of some evangelical Pentecostal and Baptist churches. Um, she's run a popular TikTok account discussing faith and among other things, the effects of traumatic rigid religious experiences that can last for years, even a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, rapture anxiety, as it is often called is recognized by some faith in experts as a mental and mental health professionals, as a type of religious trauma. Um, you know what the worst religious trauma is? <laughs> uh, I've got a good guess. Sure, <laughs> Darren Slade.
1: Clearly, p- it's being told, "Hey, you need to live right, or else sure. Jesus is going to leave you behind." <laughs> As way worse than any Catholic altar boy ever had, sure. was this white lady on TikTok um, saying that she read left behind, and she was scared she was going to get left behind.
0: <laughs> um. Darren Slade, who's the president of the Global Center for Religious Research, uh, says, uh, this is a real thing. It's a chronic problem, he says, of rapture anxiety. This is a new area of study, but in general, our research has revealed that religious trauma leads to an increase of anxiety, depression, paranoia, and even some OCD-like behaviors. I need to say this prayer of salvation so many times, not... Not if you're Baptists. <laughs> it's a one and done with us. It's a one-time deal. Uh, and I need to confess my sin so often. Now imagine, he continues, you were taught that at any minute you could be left here on earth. What does that do to a teenager who just had premarital sex or even simply took the names Lord, the Lord's name in vain? Um. So anyways, it just goes on to talk about how bad religious people are. How we're horrible. Horrible. How
1: dare you try to scare your children into living good?
0: <laughs> That's really all being a parent is, right? Yeah, your kids want to swear and take the
1: Lord's name in vain and go have sex with a bunch of strangers. How sure. dare you tell them not to do yeah. that?
0: Well, yeah, you want them to have sex with a trusted adult like a priest. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. Uh not a stranger. <laughs> uh, I could see uh that this could cause some anxiety depending on how it was presented.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh I I don't I've never been into end time stuff.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. I I'm a Christian. I consider myself end times agnostic. Yeah. i yeah. I've heard so many good arguments for so many different schools of thought. Sure, right. Like look, the at some point the world's going to end. I mean, if you're yeah. a scientist, the world is going to end with like the the universe sure. like g- going into like a slow cold loss well, gl- of heat death or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Global
0: warming'll get us before that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like- <laughs> the sun will at some point swell into a red giant sure. and envelop the earth. We're not going to survive that. Right. So, I don't know. Um, I don't I did, did the article say if she's still a believer is she like turned away from all that?
0: I don't know. I know there are several TikTok accounts of people that are like uh, deconstructing their fate or whatever.
1: How funny would it be if she Completely turned her back on God and then the rapture happens. <laughs> well, she gets she gets pulled up like, no you're she, Baptist. She's finally she's finally conquered her rapture anxiety and she's completely turned her back on the faith and now you're left behind. Sure. <laughs> That's what you get. Should have been ready. Yeah. Should have just like yeah. that DC talk song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now you turn your back on Toby <laughs> Mac. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've never really given it any thought because it never really gave me any anxiety, mm-hmm. you know. Because you you're a Christian. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Look, whatever happens, I'm going right. right. And if it happens and it doesn't, well then I'll worry about that then. Uh-huh. But I'm also that that's more my personality type. If you're a more person who is likely to get anxious and mm-hmm. then maybe it does cause something. Maybe we need to think about how we frame that and the introduction of a rapture into like a, a kid's life. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. And, I think and those I've are told, legitimate questions to ask.
1: And, and I've told people this too. I mean, uh, Jesus doesn't have to come back and, and rapture the church away for something bad to happen to you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like you could get hit by a bus crossing the street. You could some people, I mean, I don't think this happens a ton, but some people just drop dead, John. Sometimes people's heart just quits beating yeah, for whatever reason. That'd be me. And they just drop dead. Yeah. So regardless what end time, like what what school of thought is correct, probably none of them mm-hmm. as far as the end times goes. You need to be ready, regardless. Yeah, because none of us are guaranteed the next
0: five minutes. You just gave me incredible anxiety, Tiny. How dare you? <laughs> well, How dare you? I'm
1: just I'm trying to help you out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I heard it put one time, and I've used it a lot. Is uh, it doesn't matter if we're in the end times or not, because each individual, one of us, is in our own end times. Absolutely. You know. Yep. So you better just live your life that way. And if that gives you a little bit of anxiety, I'm sorry. Yeah. But- you know what? Just- but that's if you take God and the rapture and all of that out of the equation, you're going to die. Like, we're all going <laughs> to die gonna eventually. Die, yes. We're going to suffer up for us Christians that, that are non tattooed. <laughs> 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 we will ascend into paradise. Okay. <laughs> and for all the rest of you suckers, y'all are going to hell. <laughs> but if you don't believe in any of that mumbo jumbo, then you're just going to die rotting the ground. Yeah. So, I don't know what to tell you. If that makes you anxious, it makes you anxious. So, mm-hmm. and if the Lord comes back and raptures everybody but you, well then you're going to die anyways. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yes. that's just how it works. I don't know what to say.
1: So, or maybe everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: everything's okay.
1: Go out there and swim with those sharks. Sure, <laughs> there's some yeah. sharks out there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. Well, anyways, I never. I guess it's the internet. Like the internet is really the Antichrist. That's my theory, (laughs) right? Okay. And uh the concept of rapture anxiety Mm -hmm. never I've never heard of anyone ever having it before I found that article on the internet, you know? Like and I I imagine A lot of just people who grew up and have bad experiences in their church got together and are probably like Yeah, man, it was really stupid. They made us scared that one day we're all gonna get sucked up into heaven and I might get (laughs) left behind and Kirk Cameron's you know, putting out movies about it and everything, but
1: you can't prove that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't prove that the Large Hadron Collider isn't going to open up a black hole. Sure, it and already has. us all up into that.
0: It's already shifted our timeline at least three times. Yeah, people so- don't believe me when I say <laughs> that, but it has. If you're in tune with the universe, you know. Yeah, it's definitely caused some problems. We're messing with the wrong thing. I. I'm anti Haldron Collider. I shall <laughs> say that. It's a modern day Tower of Babel. Well, there we go. I so. just, that's my hot take. <laughs> and that's my third eagle yeah. take. Yeah. Sorry if it gives you some
1: anxiety. Yeah. But any one of us could go at any time.
0: Sure. So. Yeah. I will likely. I had the doctor's appointment this week. Did you know? Uh-uh. I had to get a checkup. Deidre told me how to go. Hey, you got to get a checkup. I think this is all, it all has to do with my butt. Like she's <laughs> she's wanting stuff to happen to my butt
1: just like thomas said
0: yeah so <laughs> that's right i show up and i'm sitting in and the doctor comes in and she goes uh hey you haven't been here in like three years and i was like yeah i know i haven't felt bad yeah. <laughs> you know and she's like well at your age you probably need to start coming in every year What's the reason for your visit today? I was like, My wife made me an appointment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she said, I have to come.
0: Sure. And so she's like, Well, we're gonna we're gonna check your vitals and draw your blood and all that. And they do all that stuff. And uh my vitals, everything was fine. I'm great. I'm I'm a picture of health. Mm-hmm. My cholesterol was a little bit high, which was uh it was one oh nine and it's supposed to be one hundred or below. Okay but I ate like bacon and eggs for breakfast as I didn't know I was supposed to fast before I had my blood work. Okay. Whatever. And then the lady's like, well, uh, at your age, we recommend a colonoscopy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: or she described you can crap in a box and mail it in. (laughs) We'll go
1: with that option.
0: (laughs) So I was like, well, that sounds kind of up my alley. And She's like, well, you need to discuss that with Deidre because her and Deidre know each other. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the box crap. Look,
1: lady, this is not the first yeah. time I've crapped in a box and mailed it <laughs> to somebody, okay? Well, then I was like,
0: I was like, now, how big a box are we talk like? What's my target area here? Yeah. Because I, like, I live across the street from a Taco
1: Bell. That's right.
0: <laughs> I might spray the sides of that box. <laughs> And so I was like, I'm leaning. She's like, no, discuss it with Deidre and call me back. I was like, okay. Because that's she figured out who my wife was when I was like, my wife made me an appointment. And I mm-hmm. guess she looked at my name. And she's like, Oh, you're you're married to Deedra. I was like, Yeah. Anyways. So uh so I, I get home and I tell Deidre, they said uh, I can crap in a box. She said, No, you need a colonoscopy. And I was like, well.
1: Well, she said yeah, that there was an option. There was another option there. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, we're going to do the
0: colonoscopy. And I was like, I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> and she was like, do you even know what happens? And I was like, no, not really. I think they, like, shove a tube up your butt, and I don't know what they do after that. And uh, she was like, yeah, you know, they go in and look for polyps. or or." What. She explained all of it to me, mm-hmm. and I was like, can I not just craft in the box? <laughs> like, why
1: what's did, wrong? If that's not a real option, yeah. then
0: why did she say that that
1: was an option?
0: Yeah. Well, Dieter was like, "Well, if you get a colonoscopy and they don't find anything, you don't have to get one for 10 years. If you're crafting a box, you got to craft in the box uh every 5 years, but when you're 50, you have to start getting colonoscopies anyway." And I'm like, "Well, well, I'm gonna take
1: the- I'm halfway to 50 <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me crap in the box. Give me a couple boxes. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> and how big is, is it a shoe box? I can hit a shoe box, <laughs> but is it like a like a, a log size box? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like I need to know this stuff. So, anyways, I'm probably getting a colonoscopy.
1: Oh, you're just gonna the they,
0: towel. I was like, do they put me asleep? And she's like, well, they sedate, sedate you. And I was like, can I ask to be put to sleep? And she was like, they're not going to put you to sleep. I was like, but can I ask? <laughs> she's like, well, you can ask, but they're not going to do it. I was like, but I'm the patient. Yeah. Because like, I'm going to be cinched up tight back there. You know, <laughs> just talk about anxiety. It's like, so
1: y'all know. This is why I yeah. haven't been here in three. That's years. what I told the lady.
0: I was like, "This is why I don't come to the doctor." And she kept going. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, "No," because once I found out she knew Deidre, I was like, "I can't bring up the boner pill thing." <laughs> you know,
1: why not? This has all
0: got ruined now because it'd be awkward <laughs> knowing that she knows the lady I'm talking about using them all. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That'd be good for us, though. Yeah. That'd be entertaining sure. for us. So uh, I just kept going. No, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. They were all amazed. I don't take any medicine or anything. They were like, "How you're? You're one of the few people who come here that don't have any." Med-. I was like, "Yeah, y'all should study me. You know, like <laughs> there's something special about my health system. I don't know. I defeated real COVID. None of the Omegas or anything else. <laughs> the original OG China flu. I destroyed it and." <laughs> And The were, China
1: virus. Yeah, the China virus.
0: <laughs> I was like, I destroyed it. Y'all should run study. I was like, just with this blood, you know, send it to the to the scientists, you know, and let them know <laughs> I'm willing to help out humanity. Yeah. But she didn't seem to like any of that. And well, so, it's
1: like, I don't know, you go to the dentist. You're never going to go to the dentist. And they're just gonna take a look and send you on their way, right? They're gonna find a problem because that's how they get paid.
0: But they can't. All they could say is, "Hey, your cholesterol's barely over the acceptable limit." But,
1: well, they they got you on the colonoscopy.
0: Well, yeah, right. <laughs> they got you. Well, they may find something there. You know, I don't. I'm all messed up down there. I always, I've been that way for years. That's why I wasn't kidding when I was talking about painting the side of that box. I, mean, I don't know what it is, if it's diet or hmm. something seriously wrong. All oh,
1: that pimento cheese.
0: I thought that would slow it down. So. That was an
1: ulterior motive of getting on the pimento cheese
0: kit. I don't know what it is, so...
1: Well, I'm quickly going to do my last story here. Oh yeah, and, uh, I'm
0: getting rambling.
1: <laughs> this is a, a Barney documentary exposes the dark side of the beloved children series. I think uh, beloved is a strong word there. Sure, but as Barney and Friends, it seems, was not always a happy family behind the scenes, according to a new docu series. I love you, you hate me. The Beloved Children's Show, which launched the acting careers of Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. I I was not aware of that. Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, They were the target of a lot of hate. The trailer for the two-part series shows Bob West, who is a Barney performer. He recalls death threats that he received as the purple dinosaur. They were violent and explicit. Death and dismemberment of my family, he says. They were going to come and find me, and they were going to kill me. The show was created in 1992 by Cheryl Leach, Kathy Parker and Dennis DeShazer. Barney stands for inclusion, acceptance. You should love everyone. We all have Cheryl Leach to thank for that, says a line in the trailer, which asks, why does the world love to hate? I love you. You hate me. Is set to premiere on October 12th on Peacock. So it does not surprise me that, the actor in the purple dinosaur Barney costume received a lot of death threats. I mean, I thought that's just what the internet does. Sure. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, you you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Absolutely. But if you're this actor, I also don't think you should take it that serious. Yeah. Just don't read the comments.
0: Everybody gets threatened death threats on the internet. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be a celebrity to get a death Mm -hmm. threat on the internet. And I always think it's funny, like when a politician does something, they're like, I was getting death threats against me and my family, you know? And I'm like, yeah, that's how it goes, man. (laughs) Like, is it your first day on the internet? (laughs) All I said was Alabama was going to win the national championship. And people were like, I will come find you and kill you, you know? Yeah. You're like, okay. That's just how it works, man. Fortunately, as Dave
1: Chappelle said, the nation has become a nation of B word. A word, mm-hmm. N word. <laughs> so, even though you get those threats, they're not going to do nothing. Yeah, Because right. we're all a bunch of wusses. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's do this last story um, here, if I can. What's going on with my phone? Okay. Peter calls for women to go on a sex strike against men who eat meat. Hmm an animal rights group is calling for a sex ban to be placed on men who eat meat. I'm surprised to find out my wife is a member of PETA. You know, (laughs) that's that one. It's like, goodness gracious. (laughs) All these years I've been wondering,
1: all you got to do is knock off the quarter pounder with cheese. (laughs) Um,
0: this is actually German PETA. So this is their Germany branch. Okay. Um, they claim devouring sausages and schnitzel is a symptom of toxic man- masculinity that it, and that it's killing the planet. The t- nonprofit organization has urged women to go on a sex strike to save the world. During Friday's episode of Sky News, Australia News Daily, available to stream on Flash. They just did a whole commercial for it. <laughs> They're probably part owners of it. Laura Weeman-Jones, marketing director for PETA Australia, also discussed the ban. The PETA Australia uh, representative said its organization statement uh, was designed to be a conversation starter before adding, we really don't care about your sex lives. What we do care about is the planet and the animals we share it with and those animals are dying by the billions in the cruelest ways imaginable for burgers and sandwich filling she told co-host tom cornell it's a conversation starter otherwise i guess you wouldn't have invited us to talk about it she for, that's very true a sex man will get people to they'll get people to pay attention i mean if it actually works <laughs> sure it's not going to work <laughs> no. right yeah We really don't care what people do or don't do in the bedroom. It's none of my business, she replied. But like you said, it's a great conversation starter. Otherwise, you wouldn't have called us. This is a pressing topic we all need to be talking more about. So let's say we know that vegan men get more matches on dating apps because compassion is attractive.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. There you go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I bet you they don't get more matches on dating apps in Alabama. I bet they don't get more dating
1: matches on farmersonly.com.
0: <laughs> like everybody down here on their profile pictures is them either holding up a fish or sitting by a deer. They just hold up the horns of a deer they just kill. That's <laughs> just normal down here.
1: I mean, I've heard of sex bans called for, for this eating meat. I've heard it for like abortion rights. Sure. I've heard it for gun control. Yeah. I've heard it for everything. And it, I, call me when, when this is actually being like taken seriously. Sure. You right. know? Yeah, I don't I'm not What should Earth Oddity Podcast call a sex pan for? <laughs> <laughs> like we are calling
0: for, on the Earth Oddity Podcast. Um I don't know, until we get our bail bonds a business run. <laughs> until we're helping out people in jail. Um if no sex if you don't use world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice we want to thank them for their support check them out at CajunCurl.com you can order the spice right there Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice get some (laughs) I've had a couple of good segues this episode just pat myself on the credit to me (laughs) um, <laughs> created created on the El Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. It's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, sex, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice uh, on anything will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurley Wallace and on 69 South. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. There we go. All right, John, we don't have any voicemails this week, but we got a couple text. texts. Uh, one text comes uh, from uh, just a number here. 205. <laughs> it says, John, when was toilet paper invented and what is your brand?
0: Uh, my preferred brand is Charmin. Okay. That's what only the best, finest quality for my rear. <laughs> um, toilet paper, as we know it, in the United States, was invented in 1857, but people have been using the Chinese have were using toilet paper probably as early as the fourth century because they found writings. I think it was from the fourth or sixth where a guy was like, "I would never use important papers to for butt work." Basically, okay, talking, about, you know, I never wipe my butt with anything like that, huh. so. Yeah, anyway, that's it. I had a conversation with a friend who texted that in. Okay, about I was thinking about like when did when did we get into the toilet paper game? Like so, in, it was
1: like the eighteen fifties. You said
0: eighteen
1: fifty seven. That's a that's pre that's just before the Civil right. War. What did people do before?
0: I I don't uh, leaves corn cobs. I guess I don't know. Hmm. I remember seeing somewhere, maybe it was the History Channel, like
1: way back in ancient Rome. Yeah, they had like his
0: up on sticks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yes. but like they
1: would all use yes, the same one. Yeah, that a
0: communal one. Yeah, I've seen that too. So that's tough. That's so gross. That's very, hey, yeah, that's tough. Hmm. Also, you know. If you're in the communal bathroom or one communal stick, at some point in time, some dude picked that up and touched somebody else on like the face with it, just messing around
1: with it. Yes, you know, you know dudes were throwing that at each sure, other. Absolutely chasing other people around with it.
0: Absolutely they were. And it was funny, and everybody thought it was funny. I mean funny. we're
1: laughing now. Sure.
0: Right. <laughs> Every guy listening to this, is like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I would have done
1: that. <laughs> yeah, of
0: course. <laughs> I saw a
1: video where uh there was a bunch of GIs. They uh they tossed a flashbang grenade <laughs> into a latrine with a guy going number two. <laughs>
0: That's good. It's funny. I'm sure. It's funny.
1: <laughs> All right. And then we also got one from Portland Pat. He said, once again, I have to report that my beloved OSU beavers were beaten by a pack of Trojans from Mm -hmm. USC. Only one more year of this, then the Trojans are someone else's problem when they leave the Pac-12. That's
0: right. So where are they going? I think they're going to the Big Ten. Okay. Which makes no sense, but whatever. Well, I mean, you know, (laughs) our conferences are now just, they're just names. Sure. Yeah. It's a conglomeration, Uh which that's fine. Like I've said many times, we we don't need to be playing half the people we play. You mm-hmm. know, this is not competitive games and all that. So, anyways, congrats!
1: Shout out to Alabama for retaking the number one spot. Not that it
0: matters. Sure, Are we did. We retake it. We did. All right. They
1: announced the. Uh, after Georgia's near
0: miss against Missouri, oh, they almost they, lost to Missouri. They didn't, but they come close. Wow, they trailed
1: by twelve for a while. Wow, so,
0: yeah. And Missouri is not a good football team.
1: <laughs> well, they were yesterday. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think Texas
0: is a good football team, and we struggled with them. We did. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh? Well, come out a little flat. Mm-hmm. And somebody put it on you down here in the SEC. So, so it goes. What was Arkansas ranked? Like fifteenth.
1: I th- yeah, they, okay. They
0: were. That's a good. I win. don't think they
1: were top ten, but they were yeah. top twenty five. Yeah.
0: Fifteenth win on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's huge. No wonder we're number one.
1: And it was a it was a a, a decent win. It yeah. was It was a safe win. What am I trying to say? It was a good win.
0: I'm gonna watch the Quality replay. Quality
1: win. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna watch it when I get home later on, probably mm-hmm. tonight, just to see what happened.
1: And uh, Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> We have two Jalen's, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jalen number two. <laughs> J- he's he's he did great. Good, so
0: good. That's good. I hope he's going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. That's from everything I've heard. We also have some questions. All right,
1: and now it's time for Ask John questions about stuff. Yeah. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel of our Discord server, or you can just text him in.
0: Sure. Yeah, you can text him. <laughs>
1: Either way. Our first question comes from Russell Says Go. Why do I remember thinking Where the Wild Things Are was a
0: good book? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read it in so long. I don't remember much about it.
1: I remember my mom reading that to me when I was a kid. Yeah. And I thought it was a good book. Yeah, my mom I mean, read it to me. It's really short.
0: Yeah. It's just this. Uh, it's a great book as far as being short. There's been a, yeah. a trend lately of we want to just make long kids' books. And you're like, look,
1: <laughs> for people who don't have attention. I guess I
0: don't know what the deal is. It's just yeah. like, look, I'm trying to, I don't want to read a 50 page treatise to my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just want to read a short book so they can go to sleep. They're already going to get up 10 times and ask for water and everything else. Yeah. Did you uh, did you watch the movie no, Where the Wild Things Are? They no. come out with here of a while back. Of course, I didn't watch that movie.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, it was a uh, man. It was one of these movies you watch it and it just kind of uh, I just gives you kind of a weird feeling yeah. when it's over. L- the heebs, when the credits roll,
0: the heebie-jeebies.
1: Not so much. I wouldn't even say it's creepy. It's yeah. just I don't know. It makes you sad. It's kind of oh, yeah. bittersweet in a way, but well, you don't. You can't really explain why.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The saddest book ever written is that I'll Love You Forever book. That's a kid's book. I think Shel Silverstein wrote it. Never heard of it. Oh, man. It's about a dude like his mom taking care of him, and it's I'll Love You Forever. Mm-hmm. And then he grows up, and he's taking care of his mom. Oh. And he ends up like holding her, saying I love you, and she dies. Okay. And you're like, this is heavy for a kid. <laughs> well. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. I was about to say, if you've watched a kid's movie lately- especially Disney.
1: Yeah. They love to kill your parents. Well, Disney's
0: <laughs> grooming everybody. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm going there this next weekend. There's not going to be a podcast. I won't be back. I'm leaving. I'm going right. to Disney. There'll yeah. be something. But, yeah. There'll uh, be something, but it ain't going to be me and tiny. <laughs>
1: John's turning Libby in. <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> tiny, you should just do a solo cast. I, I, I'll figure something out. Just sit in here and ramble, <laughs> and then everybody be like, "Wow, we like Tiny. We, you know, like we don't even need John for that the podcast." That would never happen. And then I can go <laughs> back to watching football on Sundays. <laughs>
1: Uh next question is Patton Oswald funny, or do nerds just think he's
0: funny because he makes star Wars jokes <laughs> both, both I think uh Patton Oswald is funny mm-hmm. for sure he's like a successful stand up comedian you can't do that and not be funny right um. But humor is very subjective. Mm-hmm. I've seen some specials of him. That I will I say, was pretty I, don't, good.
1: I don't dislike him, but he's not my favorite
0: comedian. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like an all time great comedian mm-hmm. or anything, but he's funny. Yeah. yeah. But he did something that, you know, I couldn't do. Killed his wife? <laughs> no, he didn't. Sure, he did. <laughs> she OD'd. No, he killed her. Everybody knows that. All <laughs> okay. right. We all know he killed his wife. There's a whole conspiracy theory about that, by the way. Are you serious? Absolutely. Everybody
1: knows his wife wrote a book about a serial killer Uh and then decided to take a bunch of pills. Sure.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. He killed his wife. (laughs) He did it. (laughs) He did it. According to the internet.
1: Huh. Interesting,
0: but no, I, I don't have anything against Pat Oswald I thought it was kind of lame. He did that whole "I got to apologize for getting my picture made with Dave Chappelle," <laughs> you know? Yes, like that was very that was a weak <laughs> move on his part.
1: When you apologize
0: to Twitter, yeah, it's
1: like cutting off a piece of flesh and throwing it to a pack of hungry wolves, sure. thinking they're going to pull back and leave you alone, right? Because you gave them a scrap of meat. Sure. That's just gonna fire all, him. That's just gonna stir him up more.
0: All he has gotta say is, hey, this is my friend, mm-hmm. Dave, and we don't think the same as everything else, but he's still my friend, mm-hmm. you know, and and will always be my friend, and you guys are being ridiculous. And everybody would <laughs> it would have went away. What if he would have said, uh, I believe all lives matter? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'd have stirred him up. You know who would have laughed about it, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> he has a sense of humor. <laughs> Our
1: next question comes from Todd Knapper. Uh, if this is too personal, I understand. But in the last episode, you mentioned a sibling being taken too soon or something to that effect. May I ask what happened? We, I can. Yeah, don't have that's to, fine. Okay. I don't care.
0: Uh, yeah, I had a older brother, Chad, who passed away. Tragically. Uh, in a four-wheeler accident in 1986. Mm-hmm. Um, It was my only sibling. So, yeah. And if and. you want
1: the full story, there's a patron episode. Yeah, so we talked we went deep on that <laughs> Titled, episode. Where's the grief? Sure. I don't remember what number it was, but the title was Where's yeah. the Grief?
0: We went deep. We talked yeah. about a lot of stuff.
1: And I also played uh, my eulogy. eulogy of my dad
0: that's at his right. funeral. So very powerful episode. <laughs>
1: if you wanna <laughs> you wanna get teared up, sure. if you if you wanna get your five dollars worth, that's it, yeah. Then you just pour you a glass of wine, yeah. fix you a bubble bath. <laughs>
0: Get in there with the little
1: floating candles, hide the razor blades, (laughs) and listen to that episode. I think
0: (laughs) when you finish that episode, you might be like, oh, I kind of understand why they're the way they are, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. They've had a lot of trauma in their lives. Yeah. And that's not even talking about like. R- rapture anxiety. I Believe, the incredible rapture
1: anxiety I've had my whole life. I didn't even tell any of my stepdad stories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, gracious. But no, Todd, anytime. I'm. I'm. I'm glad to talk about all the stuff that's happened to me because I think one of the most universal things in the world is that we've all suffered loss mm-hmm. and nobody ever talks about it. Yeah. You know, like the one thing that could connect everybody in the world is we're all like, yeah, I might not understand how it feels to have someone you love taken from you. Mm-hmm. You know, And we just, we never even bring it up. We all just suffer and grieve in our own ways and go about it and trudge along, and then get over it. And I think discussing issues like that could really help out humanity as a whole.
1: And I feel like there's a there's a certain portion of
0: people in our society
1: today who like to argue over who's got it worse. Sure, <laughs> like right. Who's, yeah. the, who's the worst? Who's the biggest victim? Right. But truth be told, nobody. Some of us have it worse than others, but nobody has the monopoly on pain.
0: Right. We all feel. We that. all feel. Yes. It. And it's it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Jeff Bezos being rich is great, but if his mom and daddy dies or whatever, he hurts just like you and I hurt. Yeah, and that, in that moment, we're exactly equal.
1: And he's not going to be able to bring them back with a rocket ship. Right, he? exactly, yeah.
0: or anything. Amazon's not going to deliver them next day. No. Maybe they're ashes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if he's got Prime, Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Our next question comes from That's Our Bobbo. Is there a patron saint of wasting phone scammers and/or email scammers, Tom? If so, who is it? And if not, who should it be? That would be me. <laughs> well, I am the greatest at it. So we should. There should be a petition, sure, to get John sainted. Yeah, right. So he can be the saint of wasting scammers' time. <laughs> well, they call it venerated. Yes. You get me venerated or whatever. Yeah.
0: Uh, definitely. I have,
1: made, have you ever performed a miracle? Because I, I don't know what the entire checklist is. I'm about is, to tell you one the miracle.
0: Over. Sweet. All right. I had a phone scammer call me and say he was with the uh, IRS and they were about to come and arrest me. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And I wasted his time for a while and he hung up on me. I called him back so much (laughs) that he ended up blocking my number. I was just continually hit redial. One time he, he picked up the phone and he was like eating chips. And he was like, hey, man. You know, it was like an Indian guy. He was like, hey, man. And it's I It's a like, scam. I was like, dude, I'm so scared. Please don't send the law, you know. And he was like, hang up on me. And I would call back. So that's my miracle. I made, I made an Indian phone scammer quit. He was just like,
1: I'm done with this dude. That's hilarious. Uh, next question. As a foster parent, what is the worst? And then the second part of that question, what is the best? I guess of being a foster parent.
0: Sure. Um, The worst is when they leave. Like it's, it's horrible, at least for me, Mm -hmm. you know, the having the kid part and dealing with all of that, that's difficult. Like you're just adding an extra kid. And if you have kids, you know how much work it is, but that's not bad. That's just extra work. Mm -hmm. But it's gut wrenching when you've loved on a kid like they're your own and they love you uh, too. And they have to go back. It's good that they did. It's Mm -hmm. a great thing, but that hurts. It hurts bad. Hmm. But also, everybody uses that as an excuse not to foster. And if you use that as an excuse for for not foster, you're lame because and selfish that you would be like, I don't want to endure pain to help somebody else. So I'll go ahead and take that off the table as your excuse for fostering right now or (laughs) not fostering right now. Because that's stupid. That's a stupid reason not to foster. The best part really is just watching a kid grow from the day they come to you Mm -hmm. versus to the day they leave and the leaps and strides they make. Like, you know, Ollie could barely read. And so he was reading pretty proficiently by the time he left and all that hard work that went into that. And you see a kid start thriving and doing well in an environment where Their needs are met, number one, and they're loved and supported and encouraged to pursue things they like and all that. That is awesome. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is – you sit back and you're like, wow, this is a great thing. We're doing good stuff. Credit to us. (laughs) You know? (laughs) That is awesome. And it's so much fun to look and see, you know, hey, this kid, when he came here, couldn't tie his shoes. And now he's tying his shoes and he's getting himself dressed or like Cheyenne, you know, like she – she flourished as a young lady and gained weight because she had food to eat. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it was awesome. It, that part's great. So that part makes the pain of them leaving worth it. You know, right? like if you didn't have that, it would be horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that to me, that's the best and worst parts of foster parenting. I encourage everyone to do it. If your family is in for it and your lifestyle is situated to where you can. So nice.
1: Our next question comes from Gander. Why are dictatorships... Hold on, time out. Did Goose change his name to Gander? I don't know. I think maybe. Okay, all right. All right, because that makes sense. (laughs) Okay, all right. Uh, Why are dictatorships so bad at faking elections? It's always 98% voted in favor to do XYZ. But that is clearly fake. In the United States, we can't get 98% of people to agree on anything. <laughs> right. That's an excellent point. Sure. <laughs> That's true. Why in the world do they make it so blatantly obvious that the vote was rigged? Why not do fifty-six percent or something like that? It's much more reasonable and easier to
0: believe. Because what you gonna do about it if you live there? <laughs> That's a good point. You're not gonna yes. do nothing about it. <laughs> and I want to make it look like all your neighbors are in lockstep with me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it it's is like, wild how it? it works out.
1: Wasn't it something like a ninety? 90- 8% of Americans believe in common sense gun control. Oh yeah. The problem is no one can agree on what common sense is. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly.
1: Number 2, if 98% of Americans wanted it, then it would be happening.
0: Absolutely, right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh that's just the way it, the, dictators are wild like that. Yeah. There's a lot of um hubris when you become a dictator, I think.
1: I mean, for okay, let's just say that John, we were back in high school and we figured out how to go online and hack into school systems and change our grades. Sure. The smart thing to do would be to give us like B's. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But we're you not going to do that. A's.
1: We're going to give ourselves straight A's. All A's. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> if you have that power, you have to use yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. When, yes,
1: it would make way more sense for Tiny to give himself C's and B's. Yeah. But no, if Tiny nah. can change his grades to Always. whatever he wants them to be, A's. it's going to be straight I'm going A's. to med school now. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose dictators are the same way. <laughs> sure. Last question comes from Nicole. Do men really like this sort of thing? I've never posted about my anniversary on Facebook or Instagram, Am I headed towards divorce? My 14th anniversary is on the 12th. Should I post a long-winded declaration of marital bliss on Facebook? And then she's got like a picture here of, uh, you know, you know how people, they have their anniversary and they
0: got to go. Yeah. Like, uh, Hey, I love my wife or mm -hmm. I love my husband. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm that way. Is she headed for divorce because she's never done that? Probably not. (laughs) If y'all been together 14 years, Deidre doesn't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I don't do it either.
0: Let me tell you what, as a man, you rarely ever get any compliments or anything <laughs> ever. It's just the way it works. Well,
1: even, even your buddies, like, like yeah. people in your life who love you are sure. still going to call you an idiot Absolutely. on a daily basis. And you're going to make fun <laughs> of what you're wearing yes. and all of
0: that. So it feels nice when Deidre's like, Hey, I love you. Thanks for being a good husband, you know, and a good father and all of that. Mm -hmm. I love it. If she did it publicly, I would love it too. But it doesn't bother me that she doesn't do that. You know, I do it. Not
1: much anyway. Right.
0: I will (laughs) declare my undying love for Deidre publicly on Facebook and social media for the rest of my life because I feel incredibly lucky to have a woman as good as her. Mm -hmm. And I want everybody else to know. She's mine. All right. If she cheats <laughs> on me, like if this thing falls apart, it's going to be her fault. It's not going to keep her because I don't love her. You know? <laughs> okay. So that's what I do. But yeah. she doesn't even care about that. It's not like I write that and she's like, ooh, I'm turned on now or anything. <laughs> I think it kind of embarrasses her a little bit. So uh-huh. I've toned it down a lot. I used to be, man, that was like Cyrano DeBergeac or whoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways. I don't think you're going to get a divorce. But just tell your husband to his face every once in a while. Like, hey, you do a good job. Yeah. Like, thank you for being awesome in here Mm -hmm. and all of that. Uh, Because we need that every once in a while. I can rock off a compliment like that for six months. You ain't got to do it all the time. Well, that'll do it for questions. All right.
1: But before we end the show, we need to thank our patrons. Yes, we do. We thank each and every one of you so much for supporting the show, for supporting what we do, for listening, and then for even going above that and donating to the show on Patreon. That's right. We would like to mention by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. Those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez. Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, the driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. T- Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. That's right. Thank you all so much. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on and over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier gets you the extended show. That's like a whole extra show every week, and... Where are we going? Speaking of extensions, what are we going to talk about today?
0: Um, we're going to talk about porn stars in Europe.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, European
0: last... porn stars, <laughs> which sounds German somehow.
1: Huh. Last week, we taught you how to cheat in chess. That's right. This week, we're going to teach you how to cheat in poker and how to cheat in. Bass fish championship sure. bass fishing.
0: <laughs> there we go. Uh,
1: also, if we can get a hundred patrons, this is it. The march to 100. That's if we can right. get a hundred,
0: we're close. This show's going to become a live stream. We just need a few more. <laughs> yes, just need a few more to put us over the edge. You could be the 100th. Patron. That's right. You could be. <laughs> yes, call in now. It's like a telethon. <laughs> yeah. Call in now, and we'll have video up the very next episode. And it may be filmed with a cell phone, (laughs) (laughs) very low quality. I think I have an HD webcam. Okay, perfect. 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 We'll start a Twitch channel.
1: (laughs) You got anything else? That's it. All right. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Oddity on Twitter. Do you like show art? Because we post some show art That's over right. on Instagram. Same handle, underscore Oddity. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone
0: number? 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059.
1: We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye.
0: has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. All right, patrons. First of all, we didn't even talk about how I posted our picture of me and you and Coolio <laughs> oh on the Instagram. <laughs> the uh, one of our biggest celebrity interviews we had. Did
1: something happen to Coolio? He died. He died. He I went seen. on him.